Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the entire Bible each year, following the weekly Torah portions. Every day we read a consecutive portion from the Torah, the Prophets, the Writings, and the Apostles. And I am Harriet, and I will be your reader today. And today we have Tuesday, the 20th of June, or the 1st on Tammuz, a new month on the Hebrew calendar. Today in history, according to tradition, we have the birth and death of the patriarch Yosef from Genesis 30, 23 and 50, 26. So she, Rachel, conceived and bore a son and said, God has taken away my reproach. She named him Yosef, saying, May the Lord give me another son. Quote also, So Yosef died at the age of 110 years, and he was embalmed and placed in a coffin in Egypt. This week we are in a parasha, or part or portion of the Torah, which is called Korach or Korah. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Numbers, Bamidbar in Hebrew, chapter 16, verses 20 through 43. Before we start reading, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples, through his son, Yeshua, the Mashiach, our master. So let's start in Numbers chapter 16. The Lord spoke to Moshe and Aaron, saying, Separate yourselves from among this congregation, that I may consume them in a moment. They fell on their faces and said, God, the God of the spirits of all flesh, shall one man sin, and will you be angry with all the congregation? The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the congregation, saying, Get away from around the tent of Korah, Datan, and Aviram. Moshe rose up and went to Datan and Aviram, and the elders of Israel followed him. And he spoke to the congregation, saying, Depart, please, from the tents of these wicked men, and touch nothing of theirs, lest you be consumed in all their sins. So they went away from the tent of Korach, Datan, and Aviram on every side. Datan and Aviram came out and stood at the door of their tents with their wives, their sons, and their little ones. Moshe said, Hereby you shall know that the Lord has sent me to do all these works, for they are not from my own mind. If these men die the common death of all men, or if they experience what all men experience, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord makes a new thing, and the ground opens its mouth, and swallows them up with all that belong to them, and they go down alive into Sheol, then you shall understand that these men have despised the Lord." And it came to pass, as he finished speaking all these words, the ground that was under them split apart, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up with their households, all of Korach's men and all their goods. So they and all that belonged to them went down alive into Sheol, 
and the earth closed on them, and they perished from among the assembly. All Israel that were around them fled at their cry, for they said, Lest the earth swallow us up. Fire came out from the Lord and devoured the two hundred men who offered the incense. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Elazar, the son of Aaron the Kohen, that he take up the censers out of the burning and scatter the fire away from the camp, for they are holy, even the censers of those who sinned against their own lives. Let them be beaten into plates for a covering on the altar, for they offer them before the Lord. Therefore they are holy. They shall be assigned to the sons of Israel. So Elazar the Kohen took the bronze censers which those who were burnt had offered, and they beat them out for a covering of the altar, to be a memorial to the sons of Israel, to the end that no stranger who is not of the offspring of Aharon would come near to burn incense before the Lord, that he not be as Korach and as his company, as the Lord spoke to him by Moshe. But on the next day all the congregation of the sons of Israel complained against Moshe and against Aharon, saying, You have killed the people of the Lord. And when the congregation was assembled against Moshe and against Aaron, they looked toward the tent of meeting. Behold, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord appeared. That was number sixteen, twenty through forty-three. And now, because we have a Rosh Chodesh, a new month, the month of Tammuz, we have Rosh Chodesh day two today, and we will read. Our text for that, which is from Numbers chapter 28, verses 11 through 15. At each Rosh Chodesh you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs a year old without blemish, and three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil. For each bull and two-tenth parts of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for the one ram, and one-tenth part of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering to every lamb, as a burnt offering of a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. Their drink offerings shall be half a hin of wine for a bull, the third part of a hin for a ram, and the fourth part of a hin for a lamb. This is the burnt offering of every Rosh Chodesh throughout the months of the year. Also, one male goat for a sin offering to the Lord shall be offered in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. That was Numbers or Bamidbar 28, 11 through 15. Now we have come to our reading from the Prophets. And today we will read Jeremiah, or Yeremiahu, chapter 41. Now in the seventh month, Ishmael, the son of Netanya, the son of Elishama, of the royal offspring, and one of the chief officers of the king, and ten men with him, came to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, to Mitzpah, and there they ate bread together in Mitzpah. 
Then Ishmael, the son of Netanya, arose, and the ten men who were with him, and struck Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, with a sword, and killed him, who the king of Babel had made governor over the land. Ishmael also killed all the Jehudim who were with him, with Gedaliah, at Mitzpah, and Kastim who were found there, the men of war. And it came to pass, the second day after he had killed Gedaliah, and no man knew it, that men came from Shechem, from Shiloh, and from Shomron, eighty men, having their beards shaved and their clothes torn, and having cut themselves with grain offerings and frankincense in their hand to bring them to the house of the Lord. Then Ishmael, the son of Netanya, went out from Mitzpah to meet them, weeping all along as he went, and as he met them, he said to them, Come to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam. It was so, when they came into the middle of the city, that Ishmael, the son of Netanya, killed them and cast them into the middle of the pit, he and the men who were with him. But ten men were found among those who said to Ishmael, Do not kill us, for we have stores hidden in the field of wheat and of barley and of oil and of honey. So he stopped and did not kill them among their brothers. Now the pit in which Ishmael cast all the dead bodies of the men whom he had killed by the side of Gedaliah, this was that which Asa the king had made for fear of Baasha, king of Israel. Ishmael the son of Netanyah filled it with those who were killed. Then Ishmael carried away captive all of the people who were left in Mitzpah, the king's daughters and all the people who were remained in Mitzpah, whom Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, had committed to Gedaliah the son of Ahikam. And Ishmael the son of Netanyah carried them away captive and departed to go over to the children of Ammon. Of Ammon. But when Yohanan the son of Kariah and all the captains of the forces who were with him heard of all the evil that Ishmael the son of Netanyah had done, then they took all the men and went to fight with Ishmael the son of Netanya, and found him by the great waters that are in Gibeon. Now when all the people who were with Ishmael saw Yohanan the son of Kareah and all the captains of the forces who were with him, then they were glad. So all the people who Ishmael had carried away captive from Mitzpah turned about and came back and went to Yohanan the son of Kareah. But Ishmael, the son of Netanya, escaped from Yohanan with eight men and went to the children of Ammon. Then Yohanan, the son of Kareah, and all the captains of the forces who were with him, took all the remnant of the people whom he had recovered from Ishmael, the son of Netanya, from Mitzpah, after he had killed Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the men of war with the women, the children, and the eunuchs, whom he had brought back from Gibeon. And they departed and lived in Gerut Chimham, which is by Bethlehem, to go to enter into Mitzrayim, because of the Kastim, for they were afraid of them, because Ishmael the son of Netanya had killed Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, whom the king of Babel made governor over the land. That was Jeremiah, or Jeremiahu, chapter 41. And now we have our portion from the writings, and we will read Ezra 
chapter 3. When the seventh month had come, and the sons of Israel were in the cities, the people gathered themselves together as one man to Jerusalem. Then Yeshua, the son of Yosadak, stood up with his brothers, the Kohanim, and Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and his brothers, and built the altar of the God of Israel to offer burnt offerings on it, as it is written in the Torah of Moshe, the man of God. In spite of their fear because of the peoples of the surrounding lands, they set the altar on its base and they offered burnt offerings on it to the Lord, burnt offerings morning and evening. And they kept a feast of Sukkot, as it is written, and offered the daily burnt offerings by number, according to the ordinance, as the duty of every day required. And afterward the continual burnt offering, the offerings for Rosh Chodesh, of all the set feasts of the Lord that were consecrated, and of everyone who willingly offered a free will offering to the Lord. From the first day of the seventh month they began to offer burnt offerings to the Lord. But the foundation of the temple of the Lord was not yet laid. They also gave money to the masons and to the carpenters. They also gave food, drink, and oil to the people of Sidon and Tyre to bring cedar trees from Lebanon to the sea, to Joppa, according to the grant that they had from Korish, king of Persia. Now in the second year of their coming to the house of God at Jerusalem, in the second month, Saruvavel, the son of Shealtiel, and Yeshua, the son of Yosadak, and the rest of their brothers, the Kohanim and the Levites, and all those who had come out of the captivity to Jerusalem, began the work and appointed the Levites, from twenty years old and upward, to have oversight of the work of the house of the Lord. Then Yeshua stood with his sons and his brothers, Kadmiel and his sons, the sons of Yehuda, together, to have the oversight of the workmen in the house of God, the sons of Henadad, with their sons and their brothers, the Levites. When the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, they set the Kohanim in their clothing with trumpets, with the Levites, the sons of Asaph, with cymbals, to praise the Lord according to the directions of David, king of Israel. And they sang to one another in praising and giving thanks to the Lord. For he is good, for his loving kindness endures forever toward Israel. And all the people shouted with great shout when they praised the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord had been laid. But many of the Kohanim and Levites and heads of fathers' households, the old men who had seen the first house when the foundation of this house was laid before their eyes, wept with a loud voice. Many also shouted aloud for joy, so that the people could not discern the noise of the shout of joy from the noise of the weeping of the people. For the people shouted with a loud shout, and the noise was heard far away. That was Ezra chapter 3. Now we have come to our final portion for scripture reading for today, and it will be 
2 Corinthians chapter 5, in the writing of the Apostles. For we know that if the earthly house of our tent is dissolved, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For most certainly in this we groan and longing to be clothed with our habitation which is from heaven, if indeed being clothed we will not be found naked. For indeed we who are in this tent do groan, being burdened, not that we desire to be unclothed, but that we desire to be clothed, that which what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now he who made us for this very thing is God, who also gave to us the down payment of the Ruach. Therefore we are always confident and know that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, for we walk by faith, not by sight. We are courageous, I say, and are willing rather to be absent from the body and to be at home with the Lord. Therefore we make it our aim, whether at home or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. For we must all be revealed before the judgment seat of Mashiach, that each one may receive the things in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are revealed to God, and I hope that we are revealed also in your consciences. For we are not commending ourselves to you again, but speak as giving you occasion of boasting on our behalf, that you may have something to answer those who boast in appearance and not in heart. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God, or if we are of sober mind, it is for you. For the love of Mashiach constrains us because we judge thus that one died for all, therefore all died, and he died for all, that those who live should no longer live to themselves, but to him who for their sakes died and rose again. Therefore we know no one after the flesh from now on, even though we have known Mashiach after the flesh, yet now we know him so no more. Therefore, if anyone is in Mashiach, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. But all things are of God, who reconciled us to himself through Yeshua the Mashiach, and gave to us the ministry of reconciliation, namely, that God was in Mashiach reconciling the world to himself, not reckoning to them their trespasses and having committed to us the word of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors on behalf of Mashiach, as though God were entreating by us, we beg you on behalf of Mashiach to be reconciled to God. For him who knew no sin, he made to be sin on our behalf, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That was Second Corinthians chapter 5. And if you're reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, then you would also read Luke chapter 4 today. Thank you for listening. I pray that the Word of God is a blessing 
for you as you go about your day. And the Holy Spirit will have plenty of um, wisdom and encouragement and whatever you need that he can bring up from your spirit when you need it. For now, this is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.